Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the No Recipe Required podcast. I'm your host, Leslie Taylor. This week, I'm bringing you another solo episode, and I'm going to talk about sauces. Reason I want to talk about sauces is because really it's the basis of all sort of no recipe cooking. If you know how to make a sauce for something, you don't even really need to follow a recipe. So uh, I'm going to talk about the different kinds of sauces, how to make some sauces, um, some of the classic French sauces, and um, a few ways that you can cheat in making a sauce. So hope you enjoy this episode and uh, let's get cooking. All right, let's talk sauces. So what do we mean when we say sauce? It's basically a thickened liquid of some kind. It usually starts with broth or juice or milk. Um, It's thickened, it's seasoned, um, it's poured over things, makes things taste tasty, um, and just adds a little bit of moisture to things so that you're not just eating a dry piece of protein like chicken or fish or, or beef or whatever. So sauces really are what kind of enhance our food and our meals. And you can have the same piece of chicken with five different sauces and it's going to taste like five different meals. So once you know how to make a sauce, then you your kind of world is opened up in terms of all the different kinds of recipes that you can make. A sauce is basically a really thick soup. So if you think back to, um, well, I'm going back to the 70s and even maybe the 60s, um, when our mothers, like their sauce was a can of soup. Many mothers did not make sauces from scratch. I think my mother and my grandmother probably did, but they also cheated a lot too and used um, a, a can of soup as their sauce. So think of cream of mushroom soup, cream of tomato soup, uh, cream of celery soup. Like honestly, who would ever eat cream of celery soup? <laughs> a cream of chicken soup. Um, all those different cream of soups were often the base of a sauce. So you'd like take a piece of meat, you'd throw a can of cream of mushroom soup on it, stick it in the oven, and an hour later you had dinner. Um, or it went into a casserole of some kind. It really is just a shortcut to make a sauce. So if you really want a shortcut, grab yourself a can of condensed soup. So Campbell's soup, Campbell's even has recipe books to tell you all the different things that you can make with their soups. No, I'm not sponsored by Campbell's. I'm just saying that's what I grew up with. Um, So like that is really the easy, cheatiest way of making a sauce is just using a can of condensed soup because all the work's already done for you. But if you maybe want to up-level your game a little bit and learn how to make a sauce yourself, this episode is for you. So there are a few key ways that you can thicken a liquid to turn it into a sauce. The first way is through reduction and evaporation. So this is where you have some type of liquid left over from cooking whatever, um, you know, meat or chicken or fish that you are making. Um, And it often has a lot of flavor in it because it's been cooking uh, your your main ingredient. Um, So what you do is you basically just remove whatever that uh, ingredient is, the meat or the fish or the chicken. You take it out of the pan and you just let that reduce uh, on the stove. You bring it to just below a boil, like a, you know, a high simmer, not a rolling boil. And you just let it do its thing for a little while. And as that liquid reduces, it will get thicker and thicker and thicker. You can even add a little bit of cream to that as well. If you want a creamy reduction sauce, um, and then you may have to reduce it a little bit more if, if the sauce is too thick. Um, the key thing about addition of cream is that you really have to use 35% cream. If you add milk or a, 
God forbid, skim milk, <laughs> um, it will just curdle. And so at, at when it gets to a certain temperature, so neither of those things really work. You really have to use 35% cream. You might be able to get away with 18% cream. One other cheater thing that you can actually do though, if you want sort of a creamy sauce and you don't want all the calories and fat that come with 35% cream is you can use evaporated milk. So carnation milk, uh, not the sweetened kind, like the regular kind, um, that has already been reduced. So it's already thicker. So you can use a little bit of carnation milk uh, in a sauce if you want something creamy, but without all the added fat of 35% cream. Another way of making a sauce, and I'm going to go into a little bit more detail on these as, as we get into the episode. I'm just giving you the high level right now. The other way of making a sauce is the addition of a thickening agent like flour or cornstarch. Um, and there are a couple of ways of doing this. One way is by making what's called a slurry. And a slurry is where you take that thickening agent like cornstarch or flour and you mix it with water, mix it up so that there are no lumps in it. Then you add it into your liquid and whisk it and and sort of at that sort of high simmer just below a boil um, and you keep whisking and stirring uh, until that liquid thickens. That's a, another really, really easy way to, um, to make a, a sauce. Using flour will give you an opaque sauce, kind of like a gravy, whereas using cornstarch will give you a more clear or translucent and shiny sauce, kind of like Asian dishes. So if you think of like beef with broccoli or the red sauce that's on chicken balls, those are thickened with cornstarch. So it's a little bit clearer, a little bit more translucent than thickening your sauce with flour. The other way to thicken a liquid uh, or to thicken a sauce is with what's called a roux. And I think I've talked about roux before. It's spelled R-O-U-X. Um, that is where you melt fat or oil, then you add flour to it and uh, mix that around till it's sort of almost like a paste in the bottom of your pan. And then you add a liquid to it, continue whisking, and that turns into a sauce. So that is a roux. And then another sort of what I would call a reverse roux is something called beurre manier, which is uh, at like a handled butter. So that's where you mix flour and butter together into a paste, even portions. So like say one tablespoon to one tablespoon, and then you whisk that into a liquid. So in a previous episode, I gave the recipe for something called sole bonne femme, which is a poached fish dish, uh, which you then thicken the poaching liquid with beurre manier. Uh, and so you can go back and listen to an episode from season one that I had with my friend Mike, and we talked about sole bonne femme and how to make a beurre manier. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about it later. And so, and then another way, and I'm not actually going to go into detail on this, is with the addition of egg yolks. So if you think of things like mayonnaise and hollandaise and custard, those are all sauces that are thickened with egg yolks. It's a little bit more complicated. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it today because I just want to give you sort of quick and dirty well, not dirty, quick and tasty uh, ways of making sauces that you can um, elevate any dishes that you're, you're making at home. All right. So first let's talk about a roast gravy or a pan gravy. This is the kind of thing, I mean, we're just coming out of the holiday season now. Uh, hopefully many of you made gravy to go on those mashed potatoes at uh, Christmas time or, or New Year's. Um, the way you do that is it uses what's called the fond, uh, which is actually another French word, which means bottom. So the fond is all those little crusty bits that are stuck to the bottom of your pan after you roast a piece of meat. Um, there is so much flavor 
in the fond. Um, we talked about this in the episode I had um, with Cheryl from Canadian Women in Food. Uh, we talked a lot about the fond, and uh, it's a mixture of fat. It's got some meat juices. It has some little burned bits of maybe onion and meat and things like that. Sounds really gross, but there's so much flavor in the fond. Um, what you do is you pour off any excess fat. So if you have a roast that was really fatty and you've got a lot of fat in the bottom of your pan, you want to pour most of that off until you maybe have like one or two tablespoons worth of fat. Leave all the crusty bits behind, but get rid of a lot of the, the liquid fat from the pan. Uh, depending on the size of your pan, you may have to put this over two burners on your stove top. Um, I usually do because my roasting pan is quite large, so it needs to fit over, uh, I need to put it over two burners. And then you turn the burner on sort of medium to medium high, you'll start to see some sizzling in the pan, and then you're going to sprinkle flour over top of the sizzling oil in the pan, just enough that it makes kind of a paste in your uh, pan. Um, the ratio basically for a um, a roux, which is what you're making here, is one tablespoon of flour to one tablespoon of melted fat to about one cup of liquid. And when I say liquid, it's the, the broth or water or whatever. You wouldn't probably add water, but it's usually some type of broth that you're going to add to the roux in your pan. Uh, so basically that works out to a one to one to 16 ratio because there are 16 tablespoons in a cup. So one tablespoon of flour, one tablespoon of melted fat, one cup of liquid will usually give you the right thickness for a, a gravy or a sauce. So depending on the size of your pan, depending on how big your roast was, depending on how much fat you had left over, you can gauge how much um, flour and liquid you need to add to that. It's quite forgiving. So if you add a little bit too much flour and and you know, it's it's not really a paste. It's more just like chunks of flour in your pan. Just a lot, add a little bit more um, oil back. So that could be butter. It could be olive oil. It could be excess pan drippings, whatever. Um, and so you can kind of play around with that. It's quite forgiving. Um, the next type of sauce that you're going to make, uh, oh, I should mention actually, when you're finished with your gravy, there's going to be a lot of bits and stuff in it. Some people like the, the little bits of chunky stuff in their gravy, other people don't. Uh, so you can strain all those extra bits out if you want to have a smoother gravy. Um, another thing you can do is you can whisk in some butter at the very end of your gravy, which will make it a little bit shinier, only about a tablespoon of butter. You don't really need all that much. So whisk it all together, strain it, put it in a gravy boat, put it over top of your meat, chicken, fish, whatever. Um, and there you go. That's the easiest, easiest way of making a sauce to go over some piece of meat. The next type of sauce is uh, similar. This one is a pan sauce. And this is where maybe you have a lot of liquid left over in your pan after maybe you were poaching something or um, you were cooking something in some type of liquid uh, on the stove. The easiest way of making a sauce here is to reduce. And so you just basically bring that liquid up to sort of a, a low, medium simmer, um, little bubbles around the edge. You don't want it to be at a rolling boil and you just keep reducing that liquid usually in a quite a wide pan like a frying pan 
If you do it in a pot, which is kind of narrow, it ta- will take too long to reduce. You want to increase the surface area and the, the wider the surface area, the more quickly it's going to reduce. So you just keep reducing, reducing, and reducing until it gets to the thickness level that you want. And then you just spoon it over whatever the, the meat or chicken or fish that you have. Um, Another way of doing this as well is by adding wine or another liquid to the pan drippings and then reducing it. So similar to what we did before. So if you had a recipe that didn't have a lot of liquid in it, you just have remnants in your pan. You can just add liquid to the pan. Actually, I would probably add wine to the pan first or vermouth or something like that because it has a lot of flavor. Uh, Let that reduce, add a little bit more liquid like chicken broth or vegetable broth or beef broth, whatever you want. Mushroom uh, broth is also really nice. Um, One thing I'm going to mention about that is making sure that whatever broth you're adding uh, in any type of sauce or gravy that you're making is make sure you're using unsalted or very low salted broth. As you reduce a liquid, it's going to concentrate all those flavors and it will leave all that salt behind. It's going to evaporate all the water and leave the salt behind. So if you use a salted chicken stock or beef stock, it's going to result in a very, very salty sauce. Now that said, most sauces are tend to be on the salty side anyway because you want something that's got a lot of flavor in it, but you want to salt it afterwards. So that way it allows you to control the amount of salt and saltiness in your food. So don't add the salt at the beginning. Always add your salt at the end. That way you'll you'll be able to add a little bit at a time until you get to the level of saltiness that you want. So going back to the pan sauce, you're adding wine or other liquid or wine and another liquid to your pan drippings and just continue reducing it. Um, as I mentioned with uh, above when I talked about the beurre manier and the poaching liquid, um, if you have something that has a lot of uh, liquid that's more akin to a soup, um, you can thicken that up by mixing your um, flour and butter together. So you need soft butter, um, like room temperature soft butter, equal parts butter and flour. You mix that together into sort of a paste and then you whisk that into your liquid. So you need to whisk, whisk, whisk whisk because uh, it will go a little bit lumpy if you don't do that. Um, And then uh, you just keep whisking, bring it to just below a boil until it gets to, you know, the thickness where it coats the back of a spoon um, and it will stick to whatever um, meat or fish that you are uh, putting it on. So that's sort of another way of making a pan sauce if your liquid that you are cooking in is a little bit thinner. Another way of doing this, and I mentioned this a little bit earlier, is adding cream to the reduced cooking liquid. So you reduce your liquid in the pan and then you add some cream, must be 35% cream, or you could alternatively add um, condensed milk like carnation milk. And carnation milk comes in full fat, reduced fat, and fat-free. So you can choose whichever type of milk uh, works best for you. Honestly, I just prefer to add a little bit of cream, kind of tastes better. (laughs) Um, And then the third type of sauce I'm going to talk about is um, another really easy sauce, which a lot of you might maybe think of as like a stir fry sauce. This is the easiest no recipe recipe that I can give you. So this is where you have some protein, it doesn't even have to be meat, it could be uh, tofu or or tempeh or some other type of um, non 
non-animal protein, or it could be chicken, could be fish, could be shrimp, uh, could be beef, pork, whatever you want, where you cook that, fry it in a pan till it's almost cooked. Then you're going to add whatever vegetables you want to that and continue to toss and turn those vegetables in the pan uh, until they are almost cooked. And then you're going to add a sauce to that or make a sauce in the pan with that. Um, again, this starts with a liquid, some type of broth, um, plus a cornstarch slurry. So you're going to add, again, that, those same ratios, about a tablespoon of cornstarch will thicken about a cup's worth of liquid. Um, you can play around with those ratios a little bit, but just to kind of get you started, that's kind of the amount. Maybe you could even do a cup and a half of liquid to one tablespoon of cornstarch. So you mix your cornstarch, um, dissolve it in uh, your liquid, and then you want to add some type of seasoning. So you could add soy sauce, you could add honey, you could add ginger, garlic, miso paste, oyster sauce, fish sauce. I mean, honestly, sometimes I just raid uh, my uh, the, the doors of my, uh, my fridge where I keep all the different kinds of sauces and flavorings, Worcestershire sauce, anything like that you can throw into that liquid, um, which will give it a little bit more flavor. And then you put that liquid onto whatever it was that you were cooking in your frying pan. So, um, this is a great way of cleaning out the fridge when you've got, you know, bits and this and bits of that. You've got a few random veggies and a few little bits of meat left over. You throw it all into a frying pan, start with the meat because it takes a little bit longer to cook, then throw in whatever veggies you want and then make your sauce, thicken with cornstarch, throw that over top. The cornstarch-based sauces do have to come up to a boil in order to thicken. If you don't bring it up to a boil, it's going to continue to be cloudy. So you'll know that it's kind of ready when it turns that sort of trend translucent, clear color. It's not cloudy anymore. If it's still cloudy, you haven't cooked it long enough. So you need to cook it long enough that that cloudiness goes away and you're left with kind of a clear, shiny, thick sauce. Um, super, super easy to make. And then the fourth and final type of sauce I'm going to talk about is um, sort of a milk-based sauce. Um, French term is bechamel. Uh, it's kind of a boring white sauce. It's basically just milk, flour, and butter together. Um, and I'll explain that in a second. But it's a really good base for other types of sauces. So you can add all kinds of other flavorings into it to make it a little bit more interesting. The most common flavoring you're going to add to a sauce like this is cheese. And when you add cheese to a white sauce, it is called a Mornay sauce. So Mornay is the French word for a cheese sauce. So a bechamel is just a white sauce and a Mornay sauce is a cheese sauce. So again, you're going to start with a roux. This sauce is made from scratch. So you're not using any remnants of anything. You're not using pan juices. You're, you're not making this uh, in a wok or in a frying pan or anything like that. You're making this in a saucepan. So just a regular pot that you have at home. So you're going to start with the roux, which again is this one to one to 16 ratio. So it's to make it easy, we'll say it's one tablespoon of butter melted, one tablespoon of flour that you're going to whisk into the melted butter. Uh, you're going to let this um, kind of cook a little bit till it's a very, very light beige. You don't want it to go brown at all. You want to do this sort of over medium heat. If it's too high heat, your butter will burn, your flour will burn, and then it will kind of make a 
really kind of beigey sauce instead of a white sauce. So you want to make sure that it uh, you don't cook it too long, but you need to cook it long enough to get the sort of raw flour taste out of it. So it's it's a little bit of trial and error, but I would say if it gets to sort of a light beige, then you're probably going to be okay. Then you're going to add a cup of milk to that. So there's that 16 ratio. So one to one to 16, a cup of milk is 16 tablespoons. So uh, one to one to 16 ratio. Um, you're going to bring that up to almost a boil. Again, it's going to be sort of simmering where you see a few little bubbles, but you don't want it to actually like come to a rolling boil. You're going to whisk the whole time. It's going to get thick, which is what you want. If you want it thinner, you could add a little bit more milk. If you want it thicker, um, you can add less milk. Although once the milk's in there, you can't really take it out. <laughs> you could thicken it a little bit more by adding a beurre manier, which we talked about earlier. So that's another good cheat, sort of a sidebar here. If you have a sauce that isn't quite as thick as you want it to be, all you have to do is whisk in some beurre manier and that will make it a little bit thicker. So it's a way of kind of bulking up your roux, so to speak, if you added a little bit too much liquid, a little bit too much milk. All right. If you want to turn this into a cheese sauce, a Mornay sauce, the next thing to do is take it off the heat and add some shredded cheese. Again, anywhere from say half a cup to a cup, depending on how cheesy you want your sauce. I just remember we had there, you can even buy cream of cheddar soup, which is basically a cheese sauce. So if you really want <laughs> a cheater way of making cheese sauce to put on your veggies, buy cream of cheddar soup and there's your cheese sauce. But honestly, it's so easy to make yourself. I don't even know why I told you to do it the cheater way. Really, you can just make it, you know, butter, flour, milk, cheese. That's it. That's your cheese sauce. I'm sure parents out there know the best way to get your kids to eat vegetables is to put cheese sauce all over it. Um, and you can use any kind of cheese. So a typical Mornay sauce would be made um, maybe with like a, a Swiss cheese, a Gruyere cheese. Um, you can use a white cheddar, an orange cheddar. This is the base for macaroni and cheese. So you can throw this over top, like mix in some cooked macaroni, bake it in the oven for a little bit. So it, it sort of sets up. There's mac and cheese from scratch. Um, it can be put over, uh, any kind of meat. Uh, if you want a cheese sauce on top of meat, uh, you can even then put it under the broiler and then that will kind of brown that sauce on the outside. So that is kind of nice as well. Um, it, just when you're making that cheese sauce, it's important, like there's enough heat in that, in that bechamel sauce turn off the heat, take or take your, your pot off the heat, then add your cheese and mix it all together. Um, otherwise, it could separate if you leave it on the stove or it could burn on the bottom, which you don't want to have happen. So that's why it's important to take it off the stove. So those were the main sauces that we uh, are talking about. Um, I'm hoping that you will um, maybe try a couple of these sauces and let me know what you thought of the sauces that you tried. I'm just going to do a really quick summary uh, of the sauces. So we talked about a reduction, which is just letting the liquid in your pan reduce, 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 reduce until it gets thick. You can even add a little bit of wine and then reduce it or add some balsamic vinegar and then reduce it. So that's a reduction. You can add a thickening agent, um, like a slurry of uh, flour and water or cornstarch and water to thicken your liquid. You could add a beurre manier, which is that mixture of butter and flour into a paste, and then you whisk that into your liquid to thicken it. 
Um, or you could add egg yolks, but we didn't really talk about that um, today. But uh, it's a little bit more complicated, but you could whisk some hot liquid into an egg yolk and then add that back into your pan to make a, a thickened sauce. Um, and so we talked about that in terms of making a roast gravy or pan gravy, um, you know, after you make your turkey or your roast beef or whatever. This was, I grew up on this. Uh, every roast had a gravy. <laughs> that's just the way, that's just the way we had Sunday dinner, a roast with some type of gravy. Uh, we talked about making a pan sauce. So a little bit simpler, that's usually a frying pan on the stove with the remnants of whatever you fried in that pan. Um, we talked about making a stir fry sauce. So that's super easy where you just mix some cornstarch in with a seasoned liquid of some kind and add that to some sauteed um, meat and veggies in your pan. And then finally, we talked about the bechamel sauce, which is your boring white sauce. Um, that's a base for, um, say, adding cheese to, which is a Mornay sauce. So Hopefully uh, that gives you a good primer on the ways of making sauces. And honestly, as I said, this is the basis of most sort of no recipe cooking. Once you know how to make a sauce, you don't really have to follow a recipe anymore because you just vary the flavorings of the sauces. So change up the flavors in the sauces and that changes up your recipe. All right, so now you have your challenge. I want you to make a sauce of some kind and I want you to post it and tag me on Instagram at noreciperequired.ca. As always, I love to hear from you. You can send me a DM on Instagram. You can email me at uh, cook at noreciperequired.ca. Um, and or co like, comment, subscribe, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Anyway, I uh, hope you enjoyed this solo episode. Uh, I'm still working on getting a few guests in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, keep on cooking. <laughs>